on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Aggie Basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage, Own What Matters, Zions Bank, We Haven't Forgotten Who Keeps Us in Business, The Logo Shop, We Logo Stuff, also by Icon, empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. All right, we got a crazy postgame show to break down. Aggies get the W tonight, 70-61. to It was revenge week for Utah State, and revenge was served to both UNLV and Boise State. The Aggies get the sweep at home and now get their 19th win of the season. They give both UNLV and Boise State their fifth losses in conference play, and they move those teams back, and Utah State has a big one coming up uh, in uh, Fort Collins coming up on Tuesday, but they're going to enjoy this one tonight. Yeah, as well they should. I mean, this was a hard-fought battle. This game, uh, you know, this game started out as, uh, I mean, a, literally a slugfest, right? And uh, referees lost control, gained control, lost control. But the uh, but the Utah State Aggies kept their composure, made shots when they needed to, and defensively, I thought they uh, had a really good game. So credit the Aggies with a with a wonderful, outstanding win tonight. Uh, boy, I tell you what, it was just. I mean, it was, it was a crazy game. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever had a game go that long before where it almost lasted about two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, a ton of fouls called in this game. Uh, let's see. You had nearly 50 fouls total in this game. Yeah, and how many free throws did we shoot? I mean, there was a, you know, it was just such a, such a slow, sl- sloggy game, right? I mean, there was... You mentioned it several times. There was just zero momentum. There was zero flow to it, and uh, yeah, just they completely the referees and and I, you know they had to. I mean, it's it's the way the game was. Yeah. It's no no disrespect to the referees. I mean, they had to call that many fouls to keep the game under control, but it just slowed the game down so much. Slowed it way down, and uh, but you know that's the thing. Like, I know people are going to be mad about Sam and the start of the second half when Utah State got a lot of calls against them. But as the half went on, especially when it was. Really, you know, it was cutting time down the stretch. Aggies were the recipient of a lot of calls down the stretch. Yeah, like we said, they kind of got the feeling of what we had early on. And, and uh, you know, I think everyone's just a little disappointed that uh, Sam couldn't play a little longer and, and create some history. Yeah. But, uh, you know, tonight was, was Wayne Estes's night and and uh, wasn't meant to be Sam Merrill's night. You know what? You bring up a really good point there. Maybe it's for the best. Well, I he think needs, uh, he gets to he gets to hold on to his uh, his night. Well, I, I believe in the basketball gods, and and I believe uh, you know when Sam Merrill's you know unfortunately be on the road, um, which will be a, a little sad. But the yeah, uh, he'll he'll you know, break. They'll, they'll welcome him back. Get ready, Fort Collins. You're going to have a record broken at, at Moby Arena coming up on Tuesday. Yeah, and two. <laughs> yeah, and a position position going too as well. So, hey, uh, just you know the Aggies. I just thought the effort overall and the. Uh, composure of of the bench and and the way they worked together tonight was was to be commended because that was a team effort it took staff it took bench players you know um keeping the spirits up of the guys when things weren't going right for them and and all in all that was a that was a team win um final in this one by the way total fouls in this game um 49 and i don't know if there is a record for most fouls in a game but 
I, I got to imagine there's probably more than this, but more than 49. But yeah. 49 sure felt like a lot. But there's been a 60. I, I, I think yeah. once they they change these rules early on, we had a we had a game that, I mean, this never ended um, before they could figure out the freedom of movement and and all of those new rules. But this, this game went on forever. But again, I think it's the way it had to be called. And you know, I think I think both coaches will will feel a little cheated here and there. But you know, ultimately. Um, finally in the Boise Utah State game the right team won <laughs> well and I mean the right team the team that that's uh, that should be winning that played the best game and yeah and the last two you know the team that played the best game didn't win uh, boy I tell you you know it's interesting getting uh, seeing some tweets from people in the back uh, that said uh, beefed up security in the hallways doors separating the two locker rooms are closed and manned uh, they don't want another fire extinguisher moment. No, you know that tweet they, coming from Daniel Hansen as it got pretty emotional down the stretch. Well, sure it did, and and uh, that's an emotional game, and and that's a game uh, B Ray would have been part of and and uh, caused a little trouble. So, oh, Brandon, all the way from Phoenix, Arizona. Brendan Ray would have loved <laughs> that game tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's his kind of game right there. He would fit in just nice. He just walked by. For those of you that. Uh, are not listening still watching us. He probably <laughs> add another 10 fouls to that total. Yeah, that's right. Five but, against him and five on him. Hey, credit credit our staff, right, from yeah. learning. Yep. You know, that was a, you know, those type of, you know, you never really think of those type of events. And if you go to a Kansas, Kansas State game, you know, no one expects anything to happen that late in the game. And and I thought both, both staffs tonight did a wonderful job you know, taking care of their players. I saw um, Boise staff, uh, you know, one assistant and, and Coach Durier out there calming their players down and getting them in the line to shake hands. And um, I saw Utah State, you know, maintaining their composure because the last thing you want to do right now is both teams, you don't want to lose a player, yeah. you know, for suspension, you know, going into um, what, what, what can be another crucial week for not only Utah State but Boise State as well. By the way, for those wondering uh, and just uh, looking at Kata. Uh, Cato went down with, you know, just seconds remaining in the game. Um, and, again, uh, it appeared that uh, he was able to walk off. He was a little ginger but didn't need any help walking off the court um, and was walked through the layup line, looked like he was uh, in pretty good shape as well. So I'd say that uh, Cato appears to be fine. I'm sure that they'll keep a close eye on him. But I got a sneaking suspicion uh, everything's going to be okay there. Yeah, I think um, you know, a lot of times it's just kind of the shock of, of getting hit and that initial kind of pain that goes through. So I'm sure we'll have Kata back healthy and, and ready for, uh, boy, what's what's turning out to yeah. be, you know, we talked about this week being movie week, moving week. I mean, this could literally, you know, uh, take us, you know, three or four positions uh, Tuesday at Moby. Well, I mean, you look at the uh, you look at the standings and you're playing three straight teams that had four losses. You gave UNLV their fifth. You gave Boise their fifth. And coming up on uh, – Coming up on Tuesday, you can give Colorado State their fifth. The other kicker, too, is Utah State will essentially have played. That'll be their third game in about six days. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Colorado State's coming off a bye week. Yeah, you know, they're they're able to – which I, I don't always know if that's a good thing or not. You know, yeah. it does get some players healthy and, and uh, you know, gives them a chance to do some rehab. But it also um, – you know, gets them a little bit out of rhythm sometimes. You know, you're used to kind of, you know, playing those consecutive games. And, and with, um, you know, you say bye week, really, they just missed their game today, yeah. which which we had earlier that was, was so good to give, you know, Sam some, some yeah, energy. This, this team has seemed like a completely different team. And I know coming off the bye week is the infamous Boise State game, and they look great for 37 minutes. But ever since that bye week, this team has just looked outstanding. Well, they, uh, yeah, they looked outstanding at Boise State, no yeah. doubt about it. They yeah. looked a little lift. And then, you know, they have a couple games um, – We've had a 
couple non we had a couple non travel games before that, right? The trip to Boise is just a bus trip, and and uh, you know, and then you you're, you're here for these two games, and 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 Colorado State's not a bad trip. Um, you know, Denver weather is yeah, always they'll, something. So. They'll charter it, yeah. and so they'll be in and out pretty quick on that one. Yeah, so it's a that's a good thing to handle. And um, yeah, when it comes down to it, you know, the Aggies really hold their destiny in their own hands. And um, someone in this group, you know, has got to steal a game on the road. Um, it, that's the great equalizer, yeah. and and we had that opportunity once, and 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 let it slip through our fingers. So we need to take care of business at Moby and and uh, not let that happen again. Well, and then the other thing too is you know you get an opportunity, you beat Colorado State, that gives you a season sweep. That immediately gives you the tiebreaker there. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, and uh, and Colorado State still has to play San Diego State again too. Yeah, that's uh, you know they're they're. Um, they're primed, you know, the Aggies are primed. I think Colorado State and Utah State's always a really good matchup. You know, we always talk about, you know, their young players and Caravaggio and, and, and uh, just, I mean, you cannot not be excited about that game. I don't, I don't care if it was on at midnight. I'm staying up and watching that game. Actually, I'm going to go to that game, Scotty. That's a game I wouldn't miss. And uh, looking forward to it there in Moby. Take a break. Come back. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Aggies get the W tonight, 70-61. to 61. It was hard fought. It was physical. It was nasty. And by the way, that's another thing, too. These are two games the Aggies have played this week that have just been physical, nasty, drag-out fights. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I think it just makes you tougher if it doesn't uh, get you injured. Whatever, think, whatever doesn't yeah, kill you kill makes, you, you, makes tougher. you stronger, that's for sure. And, and uh, what, the difference I saw, though, Scotty, in today's game, just kind of as a last point here in this segment, is, is different than I saw in the UNLV game. In the UNLV game, I saw us you know, begging for the calls and, and appealing for the calls and really getting out of our – out of our flow expecting calls or trying to create calls and today i just thought we you know we we, we put our chin strap a little tighter and and uh, pulled ourselves up with the bootstraps and you know got knocked down and got back up discount tires locations in logan providence and smithfield discount tire offices services such as oil changes emissions alignments car maintenance and more more information is available at webtires.net aggie basketball from learfield img college Welcome on back, Aggie basketball from Learfield IMG College final in this one. Utah State gets the W and uh, gets their 19th win of the season. Uh, and this week they have avenged a couple losses. They avenged the UNLV loss. They avenged the Boise State loss. And now you've got two consecutive road games, Colorado State coming up on Tuesday and then Fresno State coming up on Saturday of next week. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm it's, spent. It's a... Uh, I get Ajay over here to host. Yeah, it's, post game. Uh, I'm 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 dead tired. We, we need to we need to take a deep breath. Bring in the lefty. <laughs> we got to bring in relief because, yeah, what what a what a game, right? And I thought there were some, um, you know, where there were some down and back, Scotty. Where where uh, I thought you really gave us an excellent description of what's happening because the ball was binging around and we've got players flying and coaches screaming and and uh you know those are those are the type of games that you get in tournaments and you get in um you know ncaa games that they're just so out of control and it's it's who can who can keep their minds straight when all that's going on i thought utah state you know they 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 didn't um they didn't they did relinquish a big lead but you know they never it never really felt like it was out of their control yeah uh, Utah State, let's go through some scoring tonight. Uh, Justin Bean, who we're expected to chat with. Remember when I told you that Bean needed to get those, uh, re- get yeah, those rebounds, rebounds up? up? He had seven points and 16 rebounds yeah. tonight. Tonight, 
Un- unbelievable. And, and uh, you know, so many of them, when, when everyone was keying in with Kada and they were bouncing around and the ball goes flying out of bounds and there's, you know, Justin uh, getting a hand on it and throwing it back in. He does He does deserve a couple – I mean, Kada does deserve a couple assists because sometimes – the ball had been batted up in the air and kept in play by Kada, and it was Bean that was able to come down with it. Uh, Twenty-one and eight for Demiash Kada tonight, and uh, also had oh, jeez, I thought he was around three. They ended up giving him five block shots in this game tonight. Yeah, I, I mean, but two no bigger than the others. I oh, mean, those yeah. were huge. I mean, um, those those are you know sports center top 10 type dunk or uh blocks excuse me so 21 eight and five block shots and how about the free throw line tonight uh the big man was 11 of 14 from the free throw line yeah he made uh you know and he made those uh two down the stretch with um with what really was the the game on the line and i thought he jumped up there and, and how about you know it's not easy to shoot a shoot a shot a shoot a free throw when no one's around you he got up there twice um, shooting those uh, flagrant fouls. Well, I tell you what, uh, you end up with 16 rebounds. You deserve yourself a nice cold protein shake after that game. <laughs> Justin Bean, that. kind yes, enough sir. to join us. And you know what? For two games, uh, UNLV in tonight, it felt like a slugfest. And oh. I can't imagine that ice bath can't come fast enough for you. No, you're exactly right, man. They're going to have to pour some more ice in it that's already in there. So definitely we're going to be uh, resting up as much as we can before that game on Tuesday. So let's talk about this game. It seemed like there were moments where you guys were ready to run away and hide, and then Sam goes out with the uh, with the four fouls, and 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 Boise kept making runs. But every time they tried to make a run, you guys were there to slow them down. I mean, it, you showed a lot of resiliency tonight. Absolutely, we definitely were were very poised tonight. I thought under lots of uh, high pressure situations, we had guys that that stepped up, frankly, and just. Um, took the ball in their hands and, and made plays and so we have a lot of good players on this team unselfish players and when we're aggressive and and uh, even though things didn't go our way you know the whistle both ways I felt like uh, teams were getting frustrated but we just we knew we just had to put our heads down and find a way to win this game yeah, the rhythm gets off a little bit whenever you have you know a key player that's that's not on the floor and sometimes that's you or whether it's with Sam today in the second half but to hold um, to hold Boise State to 35 percent 20 20 percent beyond the arc defensively what what was that all about out there how'd you get that done well I thought uh, in the half court I thought we defended their sets really well that's something we scouted um, really well I thought the first time we played at their place we also did a good job those first 37 minutes of just um, locking down knowing who the shooters were and and getting good uh, rebounds on the glass and so uh, I thought we did a good job just taking away second chance opportunities early um, getting out on their shooters and just making it tough for them to, to get in a rhythm. So when uh, they deal with their two bigs that left the game with foul trouble and they bring Abercrombie on but he's six foot nine <laughs> but they went small and, yeah. and for a moment it looked like that was kind of giving you some fits though. Mm-hmm. Yeah no he did like uh, that's someone who we honestly hadn't really scouted that much and um, he came in and I thought did a good job for them and um Frankly, it's just it's hard to, to put ourselves in different positions like we did tonight yeah. with Sam being out and lots of foul trouble. So we just had to be mentally tough tonight and uh, really listen to the game plan from coaches. How was um, kind of – I just want to get a player's opinion on coming into a game like this with so much kind of, I want to say pomp and circumstance, but just so many things going on. Um, how, how did that feel as a player coming on the floor? 
Well, honestly, these are games you you dream about, you know, as a kid. Um, honestly, I hadn't I hadn't heard that it was the the 55th you know anniversary of 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 Wayne Estes and everything that had happened until you know last week, and so I thought it was a big a big deal for uh, for our team to just come out and and get a win. For we have a lot of alumni here, guys that came to shoot around today that have played here at Utah State, and so we just wanted to to leave a good mark on this program tonight and, and do it for them. So it was really awesome. Yeah, it was interesting. I was at shoot around too, and it was really really interesting as you guys kind of all introduce yourselves to each other but yeah. you know what you see tonight and the crowd support that you have here and the, and the legacy is kind of built on those guys and I gotta imagine there's a certain element of you know these are guys that you know and you're all competitors you're all athletes so you're like we can't we can't we can't lose a game in front of these guys exactly that definitely was was playing towards our in our favor there uh just having the crowd the momentum uh i thought late in the second half you know three or four minutes there the crowd really pumped us up and it was you know that old specter magic it was it was definitely present tonight well spencer nelson's over there why don't you go grab a uh, uh, subway from him i will hey i will and a hug i love that guy <laughs> all right all hey right. congratulations big win tonight there you go justin bean gets the uh and this aggie team gets a big w tonight final score in this one 70 to 61 aggies get the nine point victory after a moment where it, i mean the lead got all the way down to one but it was never relinquished though yeah, that's. I mean, that's what that's what I was uh, referring to. Is that you know you never really felt like the game was getting away from you, um, and again that comes from poise. And I, I mean, Justin Bean. I mean, oh, come on now, that dude is just what Aggie Nation's all about, right? He comes yeah. up sixteen rebounds, and I mean when it. it, it and then to sit down here and give all the credit to uh, to the players from the past and to the fans who came out tonight to cheer on and and uh, get, pump them up and to his coaching staff. I just thought, you know, that's that's Aggie Nation and that's what it's all about right there. And that's how they got the victory tonight. It was a team effort. Well, that it was. And, I mean, frankly, I mean, this wasn't pretty, but this is a game that you can really hang a lot on and, and you can lean on later in the season, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And, and it, it um, you know, it washes away that, that bad taste you have in your mouth from – um, you know, you know, blow, blowing a lead, um, then it's like, oh yeah, but we went to our place and we we just kind of took care of business. And so that's you know, go to the tournament if you face him again. You know, you'll kind of have that that little more positive attitude as you go into that game. Let's take a break. Come back and uh, continue on with the post game show. We'll chat with Craig Smith coming up a little bit later on. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Final of this one, 70 to 61. Take a quick look at your uh, post-game stats. You're on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Coach, what should we talk about? Free throw line or the three-point line? For for us or them? For us. Yeah, I would definitely think we should talk about the free throw <laughs> Let's line. Let's talk about I the thought, free throw line. I thought our free throw offense was outstanding today. Uh, Demiash Keda was outstanding. 11 of 14 from the free throw line. There were two trips that he made. One in the first half and a critical one. Actually, no, both of them were in the second half. Uh, and a critical stretch where they called the flagrant down on that side of the court. And you're up by one. And he needs to hit free throws. And he's all by himself. And, I mean, obviously you played the game. Um, that can't be easy. You're up by one. And you just got your bell rung on a flagrant. 
and nobody's in the blocks with you. The crowd is quiet. You got 10,000 people here in the spectrum. And he calmly goes up and goes two for two. Yeah, and I mean, bottom of the netters, right? Yeah, and you, you are right. That The one in the first half facing our, our student section. I mean, both are just really hard. I always thought, you know, sometimes there's fouls at the end of quarters or end of halves. So I always want to put players up there, which is which is legal because it is so hard to shoot with no one around you. It just, you just never do it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he calmly stepped up there. I, I thought today his um, – you know, he was he was a gamer. This is two games in a row, Scotty, where, um, you know, Nimi was a difference maker. And, you know, Sam was a difference maker in the UNLV game, and tonight he was as well. When he came back in with, you know, six minutes left in the uh, in the game, I, I thought, you know, the Aggies just kind of big sigh of relief. And, and uh, you know, both those guys – well, Sam stepped up there and made his free throws. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, credit them for, for being big timers. Well, and big timers indeed. I mean, it was just – just a remarkable performance uh, by everybody on this team, and it it certainly could have got away from them. And uh, oh, yeah. and uh, you know, it seems like everything's going against you. You could have uh, kind of waved the old proverbial white flag, uh, but this team held on and uh, still found a way to get it done. And that was really impressive to watch. Yeah, I mean, it, and it, and to say get away from me, I mean, Boy- Boise was. Um you know, they, they were right there, right, the the entire game. Even when they were, you know, got that little 10-point separation, I thought, you know, just a team that can shoot it as well as they can. There's just, yeah. you know, so many things that, that um, you know, that, that kind of uh, – can can go wrong that didn't go wrong and so that's a that's a that's a good game right there that's a good basketball game if you didn't have the game and what happened in in Boise you just think about man that's how's this a great game and uh, Jessup who was not great in the game in Boise was tonight he ended up with 20 points uh on seven of seven seven of 17 shooting three of eight from the field but he had 20 points and five rebounds and dished out three assists so you can see that how, how good that guy is Alston was kept relatively in check again yeah. Alston is you know it was funny the game in Boise last year when Boise probably should have come away with a win in that one but Utah State sent it in overtime mm-hmm. and got a win there you saw flashes in the end of that game of how good Alston could be but since then Utah State's really kind of had his number yeah they they really have kept him in check and, you know, sometimes, um, Scotty, I think you and I, um, we, we like watching players, no matter what team they play with, that play the right way and, and uh, yeah, really look good doing it. And I, yeah. Jessup's left-handed three-point shot is, is a pitcher-perfect jump shot. I mean, you know, it, Sam's got it with the right hand. J.C. Carroll had it with the right hand. But to see that lefty go up there and stroke is, you know, I like it when he plays games when I want the Boise to yeah. win to help us yep. because, man, that's a that's a pretty-looking shot. And uh, Jessup's a guy that I know that he always looks for games against Colorado State because <laughs> yeah, Colorado can, State didn't didn't recruit him. He was a kid in yeah, their that, backyard and didn't yeah. want him. And so he goes to Boise State, and all he did was essentially set the record for most three-pointers made in Mountain West Conference history. Yeah, I mean, you know, tip your hat to him. I mean, that's uh, – I think he took it from Jimmer, right, which is awesome. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, a little biased. Oh, I, oh, I didn't yeah, even – sorry. I wasn't even paying attention. I see what you did there. <laughs> but, um, you know, congratulations to that young man. His, his name will – you know, live on till till we get another guy that can come in and stroke it, and their team will let him shoot. In a this bunch day of and them. age, that record probably won't stand very long. Now, you know, I think the the change of the rules and and uh, coaches, um, you know, living a little bit more by you know threes are better than, scoring by threes are better than twos. That that record won't last long. Uh, Diogo Brito tonight uh, didn't shoot the ball well, but he had seven po- or uh, eleven points, 
seven rebounds and two assists, but I thought they really had to lean on him a lot defensively with Sam out of the game. Yeah, that's for sure. And, and you know, offensively there were times when, you know, he was really the guy that had to have the ball in his hand the majority. Abel's out and, and uh, with Sam out. But defensively, I mean, I think you always want to, um, you know, rely on on, uh, on Diogo. I think he does a great job. Just has a great feel for where to be on the floor and, and uh, you know, how to help his team, um, especially with deflections. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he had uh, he had one steal in this game tonight. Uh, Kata, as we mentioned, 21. Sam Merrill, 17. Uh, two rebounds, dished out four assists. It's kind of a shame on Wayne Estes' night. Had he not picked up that fourth foul, he would have cruised right past 21. And, frankly, the Aggies probably would have won this game by 10, 15 points. Yeah, I think you, you win walking away. But, um, man, I, I just can't imagine that, uh, you know, Boise didn't scout the, the, the little extension of his arm and, and put a little bug in the referee's ears because, you know, there's two of those that, you know, of course, from our opinion, you know, we see those as, as flops and, and not a lot of contact. But if you read the scouting report and you know that someone extends their arms, you're able to sell that call the minute you feel contact. But, yeah, tonight was Wayne Estes's night. And, and uh, you know, Sam uh, will definitely take care of business and, as we get to Moby and, and uh, have a great memory for that young man. Uh, how about uh, Abel Porter with seven rebounds tonight? He had a four-seven and four night. Yeah, I thought Abel kind of came flying in and 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 picked up some big boards and, you know, he passed on a few open threes tonight. So, um, but he, you know, he was also the one to always try to throw that ball into to Nimi and and uh, you know that that was that was something that uh, we definitely needed. Uh, going down the list, uh, Brock Miller ends up the night with five points. And uh, two rebounds and one assist, but we will give him credit. He had a big three. Uh, he'd been taking a lot of flack for those early threes in transition, but he made a big one tonight when Utah State really needed to have it. Yeah, I mean, when no one else could make one, <laughs> you know, he did. He got us on there, and it was like, oh, thank the Lord when he made it. It seems like, uh, yeah. you know, everybody got so excited, and, and uh, it really got the crowd in. So, so credit him for a big shot today. Bearstow with two points and three rebounds. Uh, Alfonso Anderson had himself uh, three points and two rebounds and one assist. We've mentioned Diogo Brito with 11 points. And uh, Trevin Dorius uh, got himself in uh, for three minutes tonight but did not uh, earn a line. You know, you're looking at the uh, the shooting. Aggies only shot 33% in the second half. They shoot 38% from the game, but two of 19 from three. And, and it looked like they'd kind of gotten out of a rut in three-point shooting. They are dead last in the conference in three-point shooting. Uh, but that number had been climbing over the last few games. That number is probably going to take a step backwards after tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's kind of been a continuous, uh, you know, problem for, for Utah State. But, you know, the shooters are in place, and, and we've got some, some really good ones queuing up. And, you know, I think a lot of people are, you know, if you look at the depth chart, we are definitely a little post-heavy right now. But but, um, you know, with with the offseason and, and not knowing what, what was going to happen with Nimi, I guess the recruiting, you know, really had to lean to uh, to be a little bit more post-heavy. So um, I, I'm sure that, uh, you know, Utah State's always um, looking for, you know, new and upcoming uh, guys that can make a three-point shot, which is not easy at this level. I mean, the, yeah. the line's, uh, you know, another uh, foot back and, and uh, you know, at least at the top of the key. And, and the defenses are now able to extend a little bit and, um, yeah, that's just, um, it, it's not as easy as saying, well, go shoot more shots or get better in practice. You know, there's so much, uh, so much more to it than that. There's the, you know, the spacing issue and timing issue. So yeah, but the Aggies will need to get hot, you know, here coming in, uh, the next, over the next couple weeks. Well, I will say this though, you've got a Utah state team that is one thing that we've seen and, and you can go back to the Boise state game after the bye week 
and uh, outside that last three and a half minutes. And then every game since, they have been just outstanding defensively. Yes, that is an understatement. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, and I, I don't know how you – you know, track other than than the uh, opponent's shooting percentage, but just you know, there's just nothing easy ever given up. So, um, you know, every every shot is challenged, and we just don't have the, uh, you know, the open drives to the layups that 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 we suffered, um, you know, la- la- last year and early. Well. Mid midpoint of this year, where we're just kind of giving up those easy buckets and and then rebounding, Scotty. They're really finishing defensive possessions. Um, you know, Boise State started out with with four quick offensive rebounds to end the game with ten, which seems like quite a bit. But again, the shooting percentage is so low that you're going to have a lot of those shots. So, just credit the, the the Aggies for outstanding defense and then finishing those plays. Yeah. All right, take another break. Come back. Actually, before we do that, let's pause 10 seconds for local stations to identify themselves. Utah State gets a W tonight. Final score is 70-61 on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. All right, let's go ahead and keep it here, actually. Utah State gets a W tonight. Final score in this one, 70-61. to And the head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Craig Smith, kind enough to join us. As uh, Boy, I tell you what, back-to-back games, it's felt like a drag-out fight. And uh, this one uh, – this one, this, this one was another Ollie Frazier tonight, Coach. Well, it's it's the dog days of uh, February, yeah. uh, February, and it's a slugfest, and everyone's fighting for everything, and the and everyone can taste it. Like this was a big game. If they beat, if they win this game, they go up up two on us and have the sweep. So they sit in good position. But I was really proud of how we responded. There was a lot of adversity tonight, to say the least, um, especially with Merrill getting his fourth foul. You know, a minute into the second half or whatever it was. 40 seconds. But 40 seconds. <laughs> and that, you know, we talked about it at halftime. Do we start him or not? Because he's just such an uneven game, and it's a tough – you don't exactly know what's coming. and But we just said, screw it. You know what? Sam's a senior. Um, then tonight, I got goosebumps, but, you know, the 50th anniversary of the Spectrum and um, honoring the – late great Wayne Estes and recognizing him along with all the the four different teams that got honored and we talked about in the pregame connecting our guys with them and and them with us yeah and hopefully we have that connectivity and so there was a lot at stake tonight you could feel the emotion and shoot around in a major way and then it kind of got just interesting, to say the least. The herd was big time. And this is a date that's been circled on the calendar for a long, long time for not only our guys, but I think everybody. You know, it sold out, I think, in December. And so I want to thank all the fans for coming out and willing us through such a, I know, not a, a, an aesthetically pleasing game yeah. without a question. But our guys figured it out and uh, found a way to win again. Um, how hard is it to keep your composure in games like this? Well, I got teed up once. Well, I meant like the team. I oh, okay. Saying, but, but yeah, you individually as well. Uh, yeah. But I didn't see. I but you know, I what drives me nuts about that is like, listen, um, I, I I didn't cuss at him. Didn't say anything. No profanity. No nothing. And I'm hardly. I mean, I was on him. Obviously, I'm not yeah. saying I didn't deserve it. But like. I won't say anymore, but like yeah, it was yeah. the whole game. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, you know, I, you make your point and you fight for your guys and you do. And then I thought our guys were fighting like crazy, but we were playing so hard, but we were playing very smart defensively. And we just started getting every little, you know, we we're so overzealous um, trying to make plays, but then we got some cheap fouls and it was great. The fans are all booing and stuff, but they were, some of those were pretty legit. You know what I mean? And then it's just like, okay. We did what we did. We know how the game's going to be called. It's hard not to – got to play aggressive and on attack. But 
But it gets you tentative, too, because, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're sitting in there and doing all this, that, and the other. And, and um, so then you just got to have their back in this. Let's lock into the next play. Let's execute on both ends of the floor, offensively, defensively. And listen, we all know it's not a secret. Sam's, uh, you know, Sam, pretty much everything goes, a lot goes through Sam and Nimi. And, um, and not having that playmaking ability and that shot-making ability um, hurt us a little bit. But at the same time, guys, we go two for 19 from the three. And it's concerning, yet at the same time, it's uplifting because anytime you go two for 19, it's like, man, we got to shore that thing up. And that's been a bugaboo for us this year. But at the same time, we found a way to beat the team that has won five in a row and has been scoring 82 points a game, and we hold them to 61. Yeah. But I don't remember too many of those threes, if any, being like a bad shot. I mean, I don't know how many of Brock Miller's were down and out. And, and when I say a bad shot, meaning a bad shot selection, there was a few bad shots that missed pretty badly. But, um, <laughs> but you know, so that's – Bear still has two wide-open ones, and, you know, you got to be able to make some of those plays. So um, that's the tough part. With with Sam out of the play out of the game, you know you are a little discombobulated offensively. But your defense, coach, I thought really stepped up tonight. This is two consecutive games um, where you know you, you've you've held a team under you know a really respectable shooting percentage. And there, I thought you ran them off the line really well. You know they they shot a twenty percent, not not much better than than us. So what's the key to all that? Just the emotion. Certainly the emotion is a big part of it, I think. But I think, you know, I, I feel like we are a good defensive team. Um, they made a, their run. They got loose some in transition. A couple screen and roll plays where our guys didn't tag, and they hit the, the guy for the dunk. Um, but I thought most of the part, you know, they hit one th- – Hobbs hits the three off the out-of-bounds play where Fonz doesn't chase the guy oh, out. That's right, yeah. And he kind of goes over the top, and they did a good job making that read. We lost Jess, Jess up a couple times. But that's the other part when Sam's out. He's our, him and Diogo are two best perimeter defenders. So now you're cutting those guys in half. And, you know, we, had, we, we put Diogo on um, Alston, and then Jessup hits two threes. Yeah. And I'm looking at, you know, Coach Hansen <laughs> did a great job on the scout. I'm, not, I'm like, why is Diogo not guarding, you know, him? And yeah. so um, he's the hot hand, right? And, and so um, the defense always travels. We certainly, you know, in hindsight, we were trying to get the ball to Kata. A lot more, and we weren't always the most effective. And, and then when we did, they were pretty good about almost sending three guys. And, of course, the way we were shooting it, we probably should have sent five guys at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, um, And we just got to make people pay for that because, I mean, they couldn't have been more, more wide open. But then the other thing is probably should have ran some of our longer, just more continuity, right, pass, pass, get the ball reversed, and just driving and getting downhill on people. Uh, two of 19 from three, but you combat that with 30 of 35 from the free throw line, and Kato was just outstanding from the line. I mean, you're up one, and he gets the flagrant, and he's got to stand all by himself at that free throw line. Nobody's around him. 10,000 people up by one. You want to make it a two-possession game, and he calmly hits both of them. I mean, it was that was that was gutsy. It was, and he had that look in his eye. He, I think he was getting pissed at me. Uh, we were trying to get him the ball, yeah. whether it was high-low stuff or calling sets on the wing, and then we just went motion for a while. And then, I, but Abel, to his credit, you know, there was I think seven seconds he was in that deep right, deep left corner, threw it to Nimi, 
and uh, we were able to get that one. But he had that look. I think it was the possession before. We were running one of our plays for, for Merrill, which we score a lot on. And Nimi kind of over-dribbles it to the left, and they all went to Sam, and he does the keeper. And it looked like he was yeah. going to walk to the rim. Yeah. And then, of course, he fumbles it, you know, and goes out of bounds, and you're kind of – but he had that look, and he, he redeemed himself by making those two. And then, of course – you know, the next two um, as well, and that obviously gave our separation, and then we were able to to finish the deal yeah. on the defensive end. I'll tell you, another huge play was late in the game where I don't remember if it was a missed shot or a turnover or a loose ball, and, and they come out in transition. I think it was Merrill. Well, I know it was Merrill that just jumped in the arc, yeah. jumped straight up, and they missed the shot, and we found a way to come in there and get that rebound, and that was just such a heady play by, by uh, Sam to Especially make that play. Especially with four fouls, too. Yeah, no question. And the, it was one of those, like, is he just going to let him go, or is he going to – you know what I mean? Yeah. And, man, that was a, that was a big-time play. And i got to imagine it's for you, too, because, you know, we're here watching it, and the crowd is so loud, and you see the Boise State sideline erupt, and I'm like, was there a foul? Not a foul? Like, it took, like, two or three seconds before you realize, oh, they're letting it go. I mean, it was – Yeah, I think Bean got in there and cleaned it yeah, up, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. But, um, I mean, you know, it was a tough night with yeah. the with – the, it, but it is what it is. You have to be able to self-correct. You have to be able to adjust – um, and to give our guys credit because that's a very difficult thing to negotiate um, at times. Coach, I, I, I want to go take it to something you rarely do, and that's stay out here 10 minutes you know, uh, b- before the game starts. Um, and they did that because of Wayne Estes put the shoes out there. What's it like standing out there and all that? And then to have, you know, Coach, Coach Liddell Anderson, you know, uh, mentioned right before pregame. What are those two moments like for you as the historian and basketball uh, junkie that you are? Well, it was incredibly powerful. Um, you know, Steve Grabowski, our director of ops, said that they were doing that, and he's like, do you want it? I was like, we are all going to be out here when we're recognizing Wayne Estes and, and Liddell Anderson. And, and um, boy, you see, uh, that was, uh, I don't know whose idea, but the tribute to put those shoes yeah. in the where last he, spot where he, where he yeah, like, and you see it up there, and then you just look and have that, you know, the, the arena dark, and they have that spotlight. I got just goosebumps right now. And literally, like you, it was you. You fight back your um, your emotions because you know those are the those are the people that paved the way. And Utah State has stood the test of time. In every league we've been a part of, we've been able to win and win at a high level. And maybe other schools have this and they have that and a little more glitz or glamour or more funding or more money or whatever. And don't get me wrong, we always want more Yeah, we'll take uh, more. in the Mountain West. But this place, we talk to our guys all the time. Like when you turn on a TV or for our guys, you watch a phone and you see the crowds <laughs> at different schools. I'm not going to name specifics, but turn on a Big 12 game. Turn on a Pac-12 game. Turn on a and just look at the crowds, and then look how fortunate we are, and don't ever take that for granted. How fortunate that we are to have the community that we have, the state that we live in, the fan support that we have, the passion and the energy of not only our our fan base, our our um, traditional fans, but then the herd supporting that, and that means so much. And it's just such a connected community and a special place. And for us to sell this out back in December, it wasn't because of, I mean, it helped that we were playing Boise probably, but it had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with 
the anniversary of Wayne Estes, yeah. the 50th year of the Spectrum. And there, you can say what you want about the Spectrum. This is the best play. This place is second to none in terms of a home court arena, a venue. And then, obviously, the passing of Liddell Anderson, at, you know, uh, whatever it was, uh, probably a couple months ago yeah, or so. Yeah. And so um, it was incredibly powerful, um, certainly for me and I think for our guys. And, you know, our local kids especially growing up here, it's a dream come true, and they understand the history more than maybe some of the other guys. Coach, you got a huge one coming up on Tuesday. You don't have much time to celebrate this one because that's an absolutely monstrous game against Colorado State, and uh, and you got two road games overall coming up next week. It doesn't it doesn't let up on you, does it? Nope, and 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 we love it. You got to embrace it. You know, you three games in seven days, and they've been yep. off for. They'll be their last game was Tuesday. They played Fresno at Fresno Tuesday, and then they don't. They were off tonight, and now they so they're going to be fresh. They're going, you know, they're going to add some new stuff. Um, so we just got to be on point. We told our guys after the game, you know, great job tonight. We enjoyed the midnight. We're back on the floor tomorrow, and and going over their stuff. And this will be one of our probably one of our five most not probably it will be one of our five most difficult games of the year. And, yeah. And um, and besides their loss at our place, they've won I think eight of their five six seven. I think they've won eight of their last nine with their one loss being us. So um, so we got to go into enemy territory against a very good team and and play good basketball and try to find a way to win. Hell of a game tonight, Coach. All right. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Scotty. Well done. Thanks for everyone coming out. Go Aggies! Utah State gets it done. Final in this one, 70-61 to 61 over Boise State. And you heard it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. On the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Ford. Go further. SC Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged. America First Credit Union, financial solutions for every need. And by New York Life, be good at life. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.